0: Welcome to the Vibe with Kai podcast, where every conversation sparks a step towards mental wellness. I'm Kairos keenan Westcott, but you can call me Kai, your guide on this journey of laughter, learning, and life-changing insights. Each episode, we dive deep into the heart of mental health, bringing you stories, strategies, and straight talk to help you navigate life's ups and downs. Together with our guests, we're breaking stigmas sharing struggles, and celebrating triumphs, all wrapped in humor and honesty. So whether you're looking for a dose of inspiration, practical tips, or just a moment of connection, you're in the right place. Let's get ready to empower, enlighten, and elevate your day right here on the Vibe with Kai podcast. Hello, Vibers. It's your boy, Kai. Welcome to another episode of the Vibe with Kai podcast. Today, I am thrilled to have Melissa Louise, a pleasure advocate, erotic blueprint sex and intimacy and relationship coach, joining me today. Uh, Melissa's journey from battling depression, addiction, and the aftermath of sexual abuse to become a beacon of hope and transformation in the realm of sexual well-being is nothing short of inspirational. Her platform, The Pleasure Studio, is a testament to her commitment to decriminalizing human sexuality and ensuring everyone has access to guilt-free sexual and menstrual education. Today, we're going to be diving deep into why sexual well-being and sexual intelligence are non-negotiable in our personal health and our relationships. So let's welcome Melissa to the podcast. What's going on? Hi, how are you? Hello,
1: hello, hello. Thank I'm so you excited. so much for having me here. I'm really excited.
0: Oh, yeah. No, this is really <laughs> cool. I'm I'm so happy that we get to talk about this specific subject because it's not often that I feel like people sometimes shy away from it because, you know, sexual well-being, sexual education, It's it can seem like a taboo subject, mm-hmm. you know, given the way that our society is. So I, I want to start with you here. Um, your story... Your personal story—it's heart-wrenching. It's inspiring. How did you get to where you are today? What was that self-discovery process like for you?
1: Oh, gosh! <laughs> You're
0: like, where do I begin? <laughs>
1: where do I begin? It's, um, you know, as a as a girl that was uh, sexually abused mm-hmm. and within community of you know, the Christian church, where mm. messages are still very rife today, mm. uh, even, and you don't have to go to church, you just need to be in a courtroom or anywhere where mm-hmm. any sexual abuse is placed onto the victim, that somehow right. it's their fault, somehow, well, we will just, and, you know, the words, the words that have come out of my parents, you know, mm. mouth is, you uh, You know, worst has happened to others, just forget about it. And I say that not to like point a finger at one at my parents. It is also what they were raised in is like, we don't talk about this. It's gonna bring your um uh your horror or uh you know the incident will bring shame on us. Mm. And I wasn't, and I still do not see any education around uh boys being raised of their how to. Manage. I'm going to say manage how to use their sexual energy. You know, Mm -hmm. the women, the the female walking in the street, the the young girl at school, the the you know, it's always up to us to maintain ourselves and contain is the word I'm looking for, so that nothing comes towards us and we're Mm -hmm. not speaking, especially in religion and especially we're not speaking. It's not it's Mm -hmm. not enough to say respect the girls, respect. you know, and we'll talk about this, you know, yeah. consent, what does it look like? I mean, yes. we have companies based around non-consent. Lube companies are all about non-consent. Mm. Just slap on lube, the woman's body's not ready, but wow. don't yeah. worry about that. Yeah. You can just, you don't need to have a conversation. You don't need to have better skills. Right. You don't need to, You. it is her problem. Right. So even in, you know, the reason when we talk about, uh, so when I mentioned menstrual education, our the female body is a problem to fix that's how it's viewed it's a problem to fix it's chaotic it's annoying it doesn't fit we've got to go to work so the menstruation cycle is completely controlled and our sexuality is completely controlled so that half of the planet doesn't have to learn about us
0: Mm. and it's
1: up to us and we're the ones that are problematic um
0: so So, that
1: comes so sorry no no go ahead Mm -hmm. no so that you know that is a huge framework of like many different layers of and so then you know i actually i i Lack of self-worth, couldn't be around, didn't trust women, hated men, all of that. You know, this is my the glomerate of raising up. I worked in the right. gold mining industry and I lived in isolation because I was shit scared of everyone. Right. I was just like, I am not female enough and I can't trust women. Uh so I can't be in the city. And so I isolated myself out in the gold mining industry in the in the desert of Australia. And it's like I hate men. So it always so I had to because I couldn't trust them. Yeah. Um You know, that's the the things that we create. And Mm -hmm. so, um, you know, I became a drug addict and alcoholic and I worked really hard to keep proving myself that I could, you know, lift heavier, you know, drive longer, all of this stuff. Mm -hmm. So when I came out of that and then found drugs as well, um, I was ready to leave. I was just like, "What the fuck it. Like I was so ready to leave. And so the decision to not leave the planet, decision to get clean um and sober was also a decision to go okay so what am I going to do mm-hmm. you know what am I going to do I birthed a child in the whole realm of going I'm just learning to look after myself like, like, <laughs> I'm, I'm learning to actually sleep a certain amount of hours every single night and right. then I get bed and have a baby you know, and that's out of the window <laughs> so, you know at the age of 33 I learned how to sleep and then it's like right. sure. well, that's gone for the next 10 years <laughs> Good on
0: you. I'm right there with you I get you I get you. yeah
1: um, sorry, I thought something's the neighbor. Um, so then um, you know, having a child, being in that space, and I home birth my child as on the political all women's political party in Australia for home birthing, all of these layers of as humans, our right to our own body, the autonomy to our own body is is pseudo-put out there because there's no information to back it up. There's no education to back it up. We're religiously controlled around we can't talk, just what you're saying, we can't talk about that. So we kind of throw ourselves, throw relationships, our own individual selves and our children out in the world ready to blame. Right. When there's no uh, you know, there's no uh grounded, truthful, incredible education. So that's how I got into it when my kid was seven and we're, there's a huge story crossing the Nicaraguan border where I just had this epiphany and, and yeah. it was, I was wearing, I remember I had red lipstick on, cowboy boots and a black dress and I went, there is nothing left for me to do but actually do what I want to do because yeah, yeah. And that's how I got into this going, that's, I'm gonna change the world.
0: <laughs> that's amazing and you have, and like the work that you've done is, has helped so many people. And I'm, I'm very curious your thoughts on this you were meant we were i mentioned it you mentioned it as well you know it this is a part of all of us all of us human beings that are here but we're still afraid to talk about it we're mm. pra- we're afraid to 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 post that subject why like why is that the case is it the is it our parents fault is it the media is it the like you know uh corporate america like where can we place this blame, mm. <laughs> Melissa? Or is it... Is <laughs> well, it, is right it all back in
1: 3042 BC, um, <laughs> Abraham said this. Um, God, well, there's so many... Re- everything, yeah. everything is about sex, except for sex. The jobs that you choose, the clothes that you wear, the the dances that you go to when you're young, the friends that you have, the friends that you don't have, the things mm. that you say, the things that you don't say... Um, you know the car that you choose to drive is all about sex we use sex to sell but don't you fucking dare become good at it truly um (laughs) we have a look at the pornography industry i mean that is on the fact of um you know shame guilt non-consent from generally half of the population the male part of the population for their gays it really uh really hones in on one part of masculinity. Um, So whilst we have, when we have a culture that uh, is, we live in a trauma-based culture. We Mm -hmm. live in a, the way that we're deemed to work, the way that um, families are actually uh, raised in isolation, one man, one woman in a house, if you're lucky, raising, Mm -hmm. you know, one, two, three, four, five children. Uh, working, all of that. We're designed to be, commun- we are communal beings. Our nervous system, our relationship needs a community to raise it. Children need a community to raise them. Um, so we have corporation, once the Industrial Revolution really took part, go oh, well, this is how the world's going to live. We're going to live industrialized. You cannot have people connecting really deeply all the time and dedicating more time to uh to relationship and family because they're not gonna be running the machine for you. Mm. So yes, it all comes down to money. And religion yeah. is around religion has taken spirituality and has made it about money. Right. Every religion is about money. Like the basis of all religions is the same thing. Be right. fucking good to your neighbor for Yes. Sake. Yes. like you're gonna you're gonna need their help one right. day. Just be, <laughs> yeah. just be kind <laughs> and just be great. And there's many different, you know, many different roads to 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 get to any city. <laughs> so yeah. Um, It it is all around money. And then we have a culture, uh, you know, that passes that down generation to generation that has come Mm. from religions. Um, And all of that started about controlling the feminine as soon as the patriarch took over the matriarch, as soon as we moved away from mother, you know, the biggest matriarch, which is Mother Earth into industrialization we need to control the chaos of the feminine so this is Mm -hmm. you know controlling storms controlling this like the way that we build homes to control so we don't have to deal with the outside world right all of these layers like it's it's to me it's very political Mm. and every human being is suffering from it everywhere look at our divorce rates it's up to 57 it's a it's a Mm -hmm. technology Uh, marriage is a technology that's got nothing to do with human connection Mm. it's about taxation and and controlling our children to put them in a system of schooling while the parents keep on working it's got nothing to do with the two people involved
0: right right so so Um, now that we know where it kind of like stems from right we know we know where it stems from and we know uh some of the the root causes if you know of 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 this so the next step is something that you are you're you specialize in which is sexual well-being sexual sexual education what can people do to move past what we were just talking about like that that the the things that kind of stymie our education and our well-being what do you suggest people do to further themselves on the path of sexual well-being and sexual education
1: Oh, another is a huge question yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) what what do I say first of all I want to offer that um let's look at the definition of sex Mm -hmm. let's look at um what sex is Sex is how we satiate our desires. Mm. We are also bullied into this fact that P and V or PA, you know, penis and anus, penis and vagina is what sex is, and that we're running off for this one result, which is ejaculation. Mm-hmm. Um sex is not this act that we do. It is a place that we go to. Mm. So for someone to actually pull back, you know, the curtains and pull all of the layers back. It's, it's life work. Like we, mm. there is no end to this. Um, your, uh, your, the places of vulnerability that we are designed to go to in mm-hmm. sex is so exquisite. Our spiritual work, our physical work, um, our energetic work is all done in the arena of sexuality, desire, mm. um, orgasm. Uh, when, um, when we decide to actually look, at what's happening in the bedroom, we actually have to look at what's happening in our life. Like, it's mm. not like, it's not a matter of tricks. This is where Cosmopolitan is, you know, I don't know if they still have Cosmo magazine. I was raised in I think in they
0: do, yeah. <laughs> you
1: no, know, like the five tricks to keep your mind happy. Right, it's right. someone else happy. And it's these things to do as opposed to, um, I mean, how we arrive in bed is how we arrive in life. So if you're like rushing through things and like da, 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 and you're not talking about the stuff, and like you're, you know, for a woman, if her, um, if her internal world is dry and we just stick on lube, it's like where else do you do that in life? Where do you not say the things that need to be said? Where mm. do you don't even fucking say the truth? Right. Where you hide yourself and you just do things to get on? And then <laughs> I'm one of these. <laughs> it's <laughs> actually at the osteo today, getting six x-rays, and I'm telling him my life history. <laughs> He's like,
0: <laughs> "So you decided
1: to wait three days?" <laughs> it <laughs> out, <laughs> but it's like you know if we look at on um, the many different layers of that of how we push through things and we put ourselves aside so the result can come. And that's mm-hmm. how most people I mean, this is I'm, i cringe every time I say this because it's it's for both men and women, and it's uh it's a it's what it's, it's probably going to push a lot of buttons. Uh, But men and women basically have sex as if they're still 12 years old or 13 years old when they first discovered sex. If you have a look at the way men masturbate, do they really, you know, if you take a panel of a thousand men who masturbates really differently to when they first started, the majority of men don't. And they then enter a woman's body the same way, exactly the same way, where they're ejaculating the same amount of time that they ejaculated when they first started masturbating. Women, many women are are raised with the shame of masturbating and stuff and not knowing their body. So they still will receive penetration from their beautiful partners, from their husbands, from the, you know, the fathers of their children. And they will spend three, four decades not having deep penetrative or cervical orgasms, but they still keep on having sex because it's like, oh, there's something wrong with me or I'm not going to learn about my body. And so we've still partake in this act for for a lifetime without knowing anything about it, yet you won't go to the gym Mm. (laughs) and just keep on lifting weights when it doesn't work. Right, right, right. When we're talking of sexual wellness, um, it's it's life, it's looking at your whole, you know, it's looking at the safety, belonging, and um, like the love, the belonging, and the safety in our primal brain. So it's every single layer. Mm -hmm. It's not something that you just... I mean, every time I work with clients for three months, it's like, and this is just the beginning, you know, Mm -hmm. so much unravels Mm -hmm. from that, but it's exquisite. It's our birthright. The only reason we're here is because of the liquid fucking gold you men create Mm -hmm. in your body. Like you hold the fucking key (laughs) to human life and we menstruate and we have a womb that fucking incubates and grows human. Like this, it is the most insane thing that is, that is, Cape that we're capable yeah
0: of. yeah we're
1: capable how, of growing another human
0: how do we because like you you feel like like as you say it, you feel like okay this all goes without saying right like you would think that like it would just be like a just accepted thing but it's not and i love that you the one of, like the thing that you just said it just now i love this this um this this mindset is that pleasure is our birthright it's non-negotiable it's it's, it's powerful right you help people understand that or, or get on a path towards understanding that how like what how do you how mm-hmm. does one begin that process to understanding <laughs> that pleasure is a birthright that it's powerful mm-hmm. and that it's non-negotiable
1: well when uh if someone comes to me and it's like complete it's this thing of like but i don't know if that is for me we start looking at mm-hmm. the ideas that you raised with the uh, Um, you know, first of all, what do you truly want? Then up here, what's stopping you? So we look at uh oh my God, I'm having a huge (laughs) plane. What are the what are the words to help me out here? Um gosh. uh, You're
0: having having one of my ADHD moments because sometimes my I'll be like, "Ah, there's a word, I can see it, don't know how to say it, don't know where it is. (laughs)
1: Um uh, the concept, the the word is not concept or narratives, the narratives that we're faced with. Um and for me, as an uh, ever, um, an accelerated evolution coach, we really look at where all of that's held in the body. So when we mm. go into the body of where there's a charge, where there's a shutdown, there's always a contraction or a heat or a numbness. And we look at that story and that story will always tell layers and layers of narratives. And we look at, um, you know, what you were told and how you're still living that. What, um, what... <sighs> It always, it always breaks my heart because this is a way of humanity. It's also looking at, um, I often ask clients, what are you telling me that you've, that you've never told your partner mm. or that you've never brought to the bedroom? And it astounds me what gets shared with me And I'll have, you know, people in front of me that are married, have children, been in relationships over a decade, and they've never shared that with anyone. And yet the Mm. person that they're allowing into their body or the person whose body they're entering, they're not telling. And so then we go, okay, then what's that about? What's that about? It's like looking Mm. at all of the layers and, um, you know, to have great sex and to have great, you know, incredible sexual experiences has got nothing to do with the act. Nothing. And I, there's a, you know, I wish I could just have it somehow put it as a famous quote, but it's like time after time, after time, mm-hmm. again, clients will come to me, you know, it'll be three weeks in five weeks in seven weeks in and they oh, have the best sex of my life. We haven't even talked about sex. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> it's got that's, nothing to do with sex. <laughs> it's, it's funny because I, I
0: feel like the, the idea of good sex I guess, depends on the people involved, right? I guess it's like a varying kind of like target. But in general, generally speaking, when couples think of when when they're trying to describe what they want, which is good sex, what is good sex just in general? Mm -hmm. Like what what does that require?
1: Uh, A lot of time (laughs) Mm -hmm. and vulnerability.
0: Time and Always vulnerability.
1: Vulnerability. If, if you've been with a woman who's never cried during sex and you've been together and you've been together more than a month, <laughs> if you've been together for six months, one year, three years, five years, and your beloved has never been angry or cried in sex, then that, you know, that's, that's what we designed for as a female body. Um, good sex for where the man's involved as far as raising his energy up his course so he can take her there take her the distance it's about having this container that everything is welcome mm. you know damn good so I, there some of the best sex i've ever had which will which will be like and you know this can go on for 10 12 15 hours still no penetration and mm-hmm. I'm just like, I'm like
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> do you All mean right. it? Because it's the tears, it's the joy, it's the ecstasy that happens um, when something gets clear. Like when we look at uh, erectile, you know, one thing I really I share always with men when they say I've got erectile dysfunction. You don't have erectile dysfunction. Your cock is absolutely functional. It is telling you something. Yeah could be around your fitness it could be around your health your lack of sleep mm-hmm. it's around the fact that you keep on taking out women that you're not telling the truth to you're going for the same type of woman that keeps you know like she doesn't answer your calls but you go for the same type of woman because you know where is your self worth
0: mm-hmm. in
1: choosing people that really see you for women who uh, uh, always saying that they, um, oh, I don't, I can't have penetration. I can't have orgasms through penetration. I mean, that's, your body is designed to like the clitoris is mm. the one orgasm to prepare the rest of all of the other erogenous zones, your cervical orgasm, your sacred area, which the doctors call a G-spot. Cause apparently a man discovered it, which I think is fucking hilarious. We're just out where, of curiosity,
0: asking for my <laughs> friends, asking for my friends. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, where? I'm
1: sure you, you went and asked all of your friends. <laughs> the, the sacred
0: area. yeah just I mean I I mean obviously I know the answer you would
1: just like me to tell but like if
0: if you want to tell everybody else yeah (laughs) just so uh and don't mind me I'm just grabbing a notebook just so I can just write down just some ideas that popped into my head about something awesome awesome I I really hope
1: that gets a lot out of this so the sacred (laughs) area the prostate gland there's one in every in every human being in the female body it's what they call the G spot because apparently a doctor in Germany he discovered it, which I think as I just said <laughs> hilarious. But if you go, it's actually the um, tissue the is tissue that wraps around the urethra. Mm. Now this doesn't, many people say, I can't find it, even girls in their own body. It's because they're being entered way too early. So the clitoral mm. orgasm brings fluid and blood into the vaginal canal. That's another word that's misused. It's a vul- Everyone talks about the vagina is a vulva. The vulva is the outside. Mm. <laughs> the vagina is on the inside. So the clitoral orgas- orgasm brings all of the blood and fluid needed into the the vagina so that everything is swollen. I mean, UTIs, urinary tract infections, um, are due to penetration too early and circumcision. That's another story for Owen. Mm. Maybe we'll have time today. But as you go in, say if the woman's laying on her back, you go in and it's on the anterior wall. Between, every woman's different. It can be one to three centimeters or one to, uh, yeah, sorry, one to, I was going to say inches, one to three oh, centimeters. Oh, wow. And <laughs> they in and it's it wraps around, the gland um, wraps around her urethra. And mm. it's, you know, it's a, a gla- it's not a spot, it's a gland. So it, it feels when it's Full and it's fully aroused, mm-hmm. um, it'll be spongy and feels sort of all rigidy type thing. The mm-hmm. exact same gland is in the anus of the man. So you have the same type of orgasm. So this, let's call it the G-spot orgasm because mm-hmm. everyone knows that word, Um, It's a non-refractory orgasm, which means it doesn't fucking end. (laughs) So I tell you what, when you are taking your woman there, if you're a heterosexual, in a heterosexual couple, you need to be able to move your sexual energy up your spine because when she starts like (laughs) ejaculating and when she's crying and then she's laughing and then she wants more and more and more, fucking hell, man, you've got to go. You've got to be that pillar of strength to keep on being inside of her, holding her, taking her there. Because if you're going to ejaculate in three fucking minutes... What happens is a woman, just, her body has, resent, you know, you it's abandonment, you know, it's, you know, it's, it actually is felt as true abandonment in the female body because this orgasm in the Taoist culture, this is her epigenetic work she's doing for her lineage so when a woman cries during sex or she feels angry or she feels rage. She's. It's not like what's wrong. It's like, babe, I've got you. Because it could be her grandmother's rape story. It could be her mother's yeah. abandonment story when she was pregnant. Where there's, yeah. you know, wasn't whatever. That is what we designed for. Her. That's why it's our well-being. Mm. We have pharma- We have a pharmaceutical company designed to make sure that we um, are not connected to our body, so they can keep pumping us with shit to go. Mm. This is what you need. But study after study, even though the Taoists and the Tantus have been talking about it for fucking millennia but Mm. study after study now often outside of new york (laughs) it's such Mm -hmm. a great place to do studies keeps on showing us that people that have you know good sex that are that are sexually intimate with their partners have better you know less heart um heart attacks they have more happiness which means they're healthier which they're not they're not as depressed um there's a whole thing why they call it penis prozac like a man's ejaculate is actually better than prozac for their beloved.
0: Yeah, you hear People that, ladies? I'm trying, to, I'm trying to save but your life. it needs
1: to be well, yes, but it needs to be well-sourced. She can't just like, just, <laughs> you gotta give me some ejaculate. I'm like trying to save you. your life,
0: that's all, you know.
1: I know, it's for,
0: like <laughs> Extend, extend <laughs> you know? your life, that's it. I care, I care about you.
1: I mean, you. this is like, well, this is it. I, You you produce liquid gold. It's like, baby, I'm your best pharmacy ever.
0: <laughs> that is, wow, I never thought of it that way. So, okay, so, okay, this, this next question is kind of a two- two-pronged question uh mm. and i'm going to start with uh the fellas first mm. we were talking about pleasure for a woman we were talking briefly about that what if, if there's a guy that's listening right now that's like give me some advice please if you could if you could give any piece of advice to a man out there when it comes to sex with his partner what would you say
1: just one <laughs> or yeah, seven. Well, <laughs> seven that slow the fuck down.
0: down i mean
1: geez, sorry, just slow <laughs> that up, down yeah. um and if you think oh, i'm going to slow down a bit 10 times slow down and slow down and slow down and slow down um a woman's body takes out and science keeps trying to prove it less a woman's body takes up to 45 minutes to be ready for penetration and a part mm-hmm. of that is a clitoral orgasm or really deep turn on so that a whole body is pulsing a, a woman's pussy will pull the cock in you don't you like this whole thing of like you go into a woman's body, you get fucking invited in and pulled in. And it's like when she is ready, when she's begging for you, just because she's wet does not mean the rest of her body is ready. There's a whole, you know, there's nine different types of vulvas, nine different types of cock. It depends if you're a pony, a sheep, a deer, <laughs> type of cock to, to a pussy, then, um, you know, it, it, the sheep woman gets wet really quickly, but it doesn't mean her whole uh, vagina has got enough fluid and swelling in it. So there's all of these things. I mean, so- I, I, I
0: I knew that. Like, I I know, I'm glad you're telling everybody else. You That's know? from the
1: tradition of Kordosha. I just wanna...
0: I, I read I like that, that every day you read so, that book too
1: I think it's oh yeah I, it's,
0: it's I read it's it the
1: same cover uh, that you've, you've got that cover that so I have that it, same yeah. copy
0: yeah <laughs> that same copy I it's actually it's right over there it's just it's right out of reach so I can't I can't grab it right now but it's, it's right lucky
1: there. I've got one yeah yeah,
0: yeah. okay so you <laughs> so hear that fellas slow the, slow the, fuck,
1: down. Down. Slow um, the fuck down in the Taoist culture they teach profusely that sex is designed for the female body to feel more because we have all of this spiritual work to do um and physical work to do they the tantric say that the ma- the majority of pain in uh, in a woman's vagina 90 percent of it's emotional and this mm-hmm. is her lineage emotional so this is where yoni de is really amazing so slow the fuck down mm-hmm. always ask questions and st- and your presence is one of the women you know the with all of the women, you know, even me, <laughs> you know, our biggest complaint in for our dear men is lack of presence, and lack of presence is just mm. being truly present. Like when, if we stop breathing, if you're with your woman and it's like she's, you know, always ask before you penetrate, always ask before you go inside of another person's body, mm-hmm. ask, and you wait for her. Like, fight. like,
0: ver- like verbally, verbally, like verbally ask, and this is yeah. even with
1: fingers, and I'm gonna say it's like penetration with anything needs to be asked just because she, of course it's like, you don't just get to, sorry, this is going to be a bit crass, but it just has to, I think you said to stick your fingers up into her vagina because you want to, you know, just because she's wet. It's like, ask and wait for her, wait for her answer. When you, you are giving such a gift to a woman when you do that, because in the moment you ask and the moment you require her fuck yes Mm-hmm. What you're actually doing is undoing the decades where she never felt she could put in that boundary or right. where she was never asked or where it was assumed, you know, that it's like, well, because she's went, and because we've been kissing for, you know, 15, 20 minutes and because you've licked mm-hmm. her out and because it's like you're ready, then you get to go in yeah. the majority all. I just say 99 percent of women that I work with, and I'm in lots of women's circles and I've traveled the world teaching. Majority of women of, they won't they won't put in that boundary. Mm. Yeah. And when so like, men, you know, because they're too they, they've been raised to believe that they take too long. Right, <laughs> There's something right. wrong with me. So it's not I'm not saying it's the issue of the men. I'm not saying all oh, men like it's yeah. It's having this understanding where the women's coming from.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so this is your Biggest gift, right? It's just to say. right,
0: and I mean, I'll, like, and I'm glad you brought up, you know, consent boundaries. Like, this is a very important, you know, uh, kind of conversation. And I'm, I'm very curious because I know that there's a guy listening to this right now being like, okay, she told me to ask first. And I know he's thinking right now, like, how in the hell do I ask? Like, what? Like, if I'm in the process, like, say we've been going for a minute, you know, like we've been going for a little while, like before. I'm minutes, glad like, you well, moved great. it longer than a minute. Honey. <laughs> well, I, well, yeah, I, I mean, that's hey, the sometimes, problem. <laughs> sometimes a minute's all all you got, you know. Like sometimes, I mean, uh, so I've heard, so I've heard. Uh, <laughs> but like, let's just—you've been going for you've been going for a while, right? And like, mm-hmm. and so how should a man ask? So is it like, hello, my lady, may I? May I enter you? Like, like how exactly-
1: If you've got a kink container and she is called Penelope and you are called Master George, then I guess how you would ask. How do you ask is the conversations beforehand? This is the thing, yeah? You will go, it makes me fucking laugh. I go to the osteopath today. Do you know the forms I filled out for the osteopath on my my history, on whether I take drugs and alcohol, how old I am, all of this stuff, where do Mm -hmm. I have pain, all of this stuff you're about to open your body or enter someone else's body and we don't fucking talk about it yeah. you're at dinner you know or you're going for a walk along the beach mm-hmm. what do you like what are your boundaries what yeah. are your nose what are, um what is a word that we could use together so if things get too far and it feels like it's too far we get to say mm-hmm. that word so we can slow down what needs to happen then do we need water and you be she's fully clothed and you are feeding her always feed the woman fuck always feed woman uh,
0: would by by and again oh, again i <laughs> i i know i know the answer to this but just for the uh people listening what does what does feed the woman mean
1: food oh like literally <laughs> feed. I didn't remember, this is not enough. this
0: is not like a euphemism. this is like literally give them food
1: no, like when you when you take it because the thing is women come out in like you you men are like fire you see something you're turned on you're going for it it's such a you are you know your the erection of the, the direction of the erection is straightforward we women have we, our map of arousal's opposite to yours so we start right. in the brain and then our heart opens a pussy can never open if this isn't safe and mm. this starts to open. Whereas your opposite, you're like, <laughs> I don't care if she's full of red flags. And I'll oh, look at her, she's being arrested. She's gorgeous. You know, and I did mean? not you're like, well, <laughs> how can I help you? <laughs> can I be of service? My friend's a cop. Do you know what I mean? It's oh, like, you guys go straight forward because that's your map of arousal and your work is to raise it up. So right. you're taking a woman out on a date, you know, the date, you don't. Just like i'm popping around to your house it's like taking it a date like take her out for ice cream take her out for chocolate, make mm-hmm. chocolate make food have a picnic take her out for food take her out for a coffee and when because it's you've got to have these conversations out of the house so it's mm-hmm. not so oh well fuck da, da, da. And, right. you to her and you just lean across and you're like so i just want to share something i'm not going to penetrate you without your fuck yes
0: have you got that? That was, I, I I feel, that was so sweet. That was so <laughs> sweet. <laughs> I felt like I felt like you were talking to me just now. And I was like, oh my God, thanks. <laughs> like, I, <laughs> I appreciate you. <laughs> like, <laughs> 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 that is, I, the, I like you've that. You've
1: got to make a woman feel safe. And you're like, yeah, well, of course. Babe, yeah. This is all that I'm concerned about. And yeah. also, and also to say, and penetration doesn't have to happen. Mm. Mm. So I'm going to say something else that's going to push some buttons and I say these big things so that we get the understanding it's like, and please, <laughs> I'm going to take a deep breath and we all need to take a breath afterwards. Um, many, many men and, mm. men, and women do it as well, but many people masturbate with each other's genitals. So many men are actually doing like when we think of how you masturbate, and also with women how they masturbate and they're just doing the same thing with someone else. They're not actually making love with that person. They're not actually creating. And, you know, I'm, in fact, like, I love dating and I'm, when I say infamous, this is the, I, cause I put my work into, into action. Mm-hmm. It's like, even if I have a, a love affair with someone just for one night, like where I live as a tourist town, you know, people pass through there's full on mm-hmm. uh, containers. It's like, we're going to be having this communication. Like, I would like to know this, all of this stuff, you know, and, you know, share mm-hmm. with me. And if, if someone says to me, I don't have any boundaries. I'm like, that scares the shit out of me.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh no,
1: you can do anything you want. It's like, you
0: it's like, okay, hold something. on. You can't, do that. Well, you can't do that. Hold on me. a second. And <laughs> And it's yeah. all of this
1: vulnerability. And if we um if we're willing to have the conversation fully clothed, that's going to it puts our nervous system into um into more safety. And a woman mm. needs to feel safe. If if you're with a woman and the more she feels safe, the bigger her orgasms are gonna be. And safety is mm-hmm. not just about not being, you know, not being violated or not being mm. in danger. It's like her nervous system needs to feel safe. So yeah. be and that's when you get that. See this?
0: Right. Right. So, that's a pussy i love it that Polly. is the greatest <laughs> that is the greatest pussy i've ever seen that was fantastic that's that was, what
1: she's designed to it was, do it was, waving. It, was just, it was just
0: waving at me just now i was like what's up kai what's up how are you long, long time no see um like <laughs> tell me all about yourself i miss you buddy uh it's been a one <laughs> <So, laughs> So, so let's, let's turn it on the other side for, mm. for the ladies out there. What, what advice would you give to them about men and, and their, and I say they're like, I'm not one. And uh, <laughs> what advice would you give to ladies about men when it comes to sex?
1: Oh, men love to be seen. They also need to have everything on board. So they know it's like, always tell the truth, mm. let them know you know, it's like it. It's, it's a really beautiful thing to witness, but it, I also get surprised all the time when I have even people that are in long-term relationships. When the woman goes and shares with her man exactly what she wants and desires and exactly what she sees in her man, she's so surprised that he's like, yeah, sure, you know, because we live in these assumptions. So my right. thing is Get to know your body and Mm -hmm. share it with him. Like also you need to get to know your body because everybody's different. Every pussy is different every single day because of our menstrual cycle. Mm -hmm. Be really truthful. Get your own pleasure on board in your own time. Like our pleasure is our own responsibility. Even when we're with someone else, our pleasure is our responsibility. Having beautiful boundaries, asking what they need, asking also too, asking a man like your lover, how can I support you to... To, to, you know, last longer, how can I support you to, um, you know, go the distance or whatever, like coming up with these words. Um, and also too, like, I've just had this image, <laughs> i just had the most gorgeous image of a beautiful soft cop let a man know that you know also too it's like let's just take it you know moment by moment soft cock is one of the most beautiful beautiful exquisite things
0: you hear that is ladies
1: <laughs> soft, hang on let me soft cock oh gosh one of the most exquisite things <laughs> i mean number one you can fit I'm it not, all into your mouth it's gorgeous
0: i'm not affected by this at all <laughs> Melissa.
1: all right not sorry i mean number one first of all you can fit the whole of the cock in your mouth do you know what it's like when you can only fit half a cock in but when it's soft you got everything in it's that's uh,
0: good- i i do not i i personally do not know what that is like 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 oh
1: I, honey put it I, on your bucket I, list
0: to, to, so to fun, give a blowjob
1: like, no to receive oh i've
0: received one.
1: Oh wait you've no no received a soft cock
0: blowjob oh, oh i've no like i've never i've never given one Oh, okay. You're just, okay. Now you're yes. clarifying. I think you're yes. saying no
1: one has given that gift to you. Oh, so the- that's all, fun, that's all <laughs> fun and games. But what I want to share is like, if a man is able to be in the presence of his lover with soft cock and she is fully there with him and fully like that is so fucking vulnerable for men. And women like to be able to hold that space non-negotiably and just really let him know that, you know, this is it. Like, what does he need? Ask him what he needs. Sometimes it's just fucking water. And there's a getting back to it. It's like, well, what, what nervousness is in the space? Or is there exhaustion? Yeah, yeah. Or is it, it's like, you know, what are you up for? Um, there's, you know, men, gosh, also how their brain works is completely different to ours. To me, it's always communication and you've got to know your own body. So right. women, you've got to know your own body so you can share with him. Don't make him guess. Like, and that's another thing too. Many men have to come into this situation and find a solution. I mean, you guys are incredible at finding solutions. So often men are like, you know, they're just going forth because the last person liked it. Or, you know, that's, you know, the da, da, da. so be really truthful.
0: Mm-hmm. Don't
1: ever allow a man to guess.
0: Like commu- you're saying, communicate the things that that you enjoy uh, cause that's part of the, that's part of the boundary and consent process too, you know, mm-hmm. to communicate the things that, you know, bring you joy when it comes yeah. to sex, the things that, you know, make you feel good, uh, mm-hmm. and things like that. I love that. So like, okay, now that I know how to have sex, uh, <laughs> finally learned, um, <laughs> so, so with that said, um. I want to talk a little bit about body positivity right because you were like you were talking about how for a lot of us it's a it's a vulnerable you know situation no matter who you are male you know female whatever it may be um i i put up a post uh this was maybe a couple weeks ago talking about like just my body i'm like i don't like the way my body looks right now when i look at myself naked in the mirror i don't like the way that it looks right now right and I'm doing something about it, right? Like from a you know, fitness perspective and eating better perspective, like all that kind of stuff. But I know that there are there are a lot of us out there that like it, like it's not easy to look at your body and say, I am sexy, mm-hmm. I look good, I uh, you know, deserve to to be to have the greatest sex ever. You know, like all, all of these things that like the we yeah, pleasure is our birthright, but we feel like who, who's going to have sex with me? You know, why, why, why would anybody do that? Cause, and I think because that has partly to do with, you know, what we see on TV and social media, uh, what, what happens in, in uh, pornography as well, like kind of like these, like, um, I, I, these ideas of what sex should be or what a woman's body should be, what a man's body should be. How does one approach body positivity when it comes to sex?
1: That's such a great question, isn't it? I mean, this is work. I mean, I could say we should all go to Cuba (laughs) because that's what I got. There's a lot of, all of my body. I can say all of it. That was a huge thing for me. You know, I went to Cuba before they opened up the gates, Mm -hmm. you know, before they opened it up. So there was, you know, had no internet to say there was no mega all of that stuff. And so there's always, there's always someone for someone, you -hmm. know, there's always that. Um, So Understanding, we can say we can have all these understand that there is always someone for someone. It is coming to doing where we're self-pleasuring ourselves, and as we're filling our body with more dopamine, more oxytocin, and feeling pleasure in ourselves, um, body love. Like I get, body love is one of my biggest um, sort of topics that we do in my circles and with clients is is standing in front of the mirror with the hoponopono prayer i mean that's that's the work that i've done um so it's that hawaiian prayer you know i love you sorry please forgive me Mm. um and finding the thing is i often find that you know when we've got something that uh isn't working for us we need to go to places where it does work Mm. you know the, the reality and i know um as we as i mentioned before like when my instagram account got taken down it was so it's so incredible what's not in my head anymore mm-hmm. because i'm not scrolling and um it it is self-responsibility or self-autonomy and sovereignty of turning away from where the shit doesn't work mm-hmm. and being in the place where it does work there is always you know this belief that um we have to be a certain body size to receive love.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, that's
1: what we're fed so that we purchase products. It's a million dollar business.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: self-pleasuring, pleasuring yourself, having all of your own pleasure, being fully, um, uh, what do we call it? In When you're fully in your own pleasure, what makes you feel good? There's always, I know when I first was coming through this, there's always a part of our body That we love Mm -hmm. you know like when i i used to be um really uncomfortable in my body but i loved my shoulders my shoulders have Mm. always been really great so i always used to wear these things where i had one shoulder off you know and every time i'd go past the mirror or when i'd go out it's like i feel great because this is one part um even if we if you're in you're coming more from a a singles point of view, are you? Because Mm -hmm. one of my cards actually was inspired by one of my clients. It was a male client who went Mm -hmm. and did this for his lover And I would even say like, we need more community, even get your Mm -hmm. friends and say, can you just tell me what you see in me? Like get more Mm -hmm. affirmations because as we know too, like when we're holding on a lot of weight is inflammation, which is from cortisol. So it's actually all of this stuff of like what you eat, what you don't eat, when Uh you exercise, when you don't exercise, that is one part of the picture. The other part is this cortisol Uh that, you know, it's not getting enough sleep. So, and, and the inflammation of holding on Uh when we have more community around us and more of our dearest people that we trust asking them, you know, what the fuck do you love about my body? What do you love? What do you see and keep on getting, getting that. And I know that may feel a little bit cheesy, but it's so important. Yeah. Because we're also wanting someone else's love. So to have someone else's opinion that we trust is so incredible for our nervous system. Um, Getting back to this body love, um if you are in partnership um and this is for you know for those that love men as well is standing them in front of the mirror and going part so this thing that my client did for his beloved you know he he laid out um a nightgown on the bed he left her a message and said um i need you to go and have a shower and there's a nightgown on the on the bed um please go and do that and be ready at this time and at that time, he walked into the bedroom and he led her over. Like, I could cry. This stuff is so beautiful. Led her to a full-length mirror. And he slowly, un- you know, they've got three children. They're in their, um, in their 60s now. He slowly undressed her and bit by bit, he just adored and honored that part of her body. Mm-hmm. And, and what he saw in it, because what he sees is not what she sees. We all know that. I always put up, you know, even just recently, a photo came back, like, and I said to my friend, "She goes, are you fucking serious?" That's it. She goes, none of us see that, and that's the only yeah. thing you see because it's in my head. Um, and so he undressed her, and you know, and got down to her. He said, "This belly has grown our family, three human beings." Mm-hmm are uh, alive and healthy because of this belly. I love this belly. I lo- And over her breasts and over everything and her thighs. And I think it's important that we all do that because we are fed these messages. You know, I've traveled so much of the world and it's, when we look at body positively, it's coming out of the West because now we need to make something that we've damaged. We need to try and mm-hmm. fix something that we fucked up. And yet in community and in traditional cultures, it's not something that gets fucked up.
0: You're right. You know, there right. Is,
1: It's not like... I mean, we people get described by the size they are, but not maliciously. Mm-hmm. You know? When mm-hmm. I lived in Paraguay when I was 17, I used to get gorda. Ah, La blanca gorda, la gorda blanca. It's like the fat white one. Wow. And it wasn't malicious. It wasn't like, yeah. oh, don't call me that. It was fucking real. I went there and I put on 12 kilos in six months.
0: Yeah. Like that's right.
1: reality. I did. I did.
0: <laughs> right. Right. I do not
1: right. fit me anymore. It's our culture yeah. that's like, oh, well now that means you're not worthy. Mm. I mean this, so it is a it is a place of trying to find the courage, well, not trying having the courage to really draw that line in the sand of going of being autonomous around who you are. Mm-hmm. You know,
0: right? I would I would imagine for a lot of people who have sexual trauma, mm. who have been sexually abused, sexually assaulted, it's hard. for for them to really embrace a lot of things sexually because of the traumatic experience that they often go back to? Have you worked with people like that? And if so, what is that process like?
1: Yeah, it's many different layers to that process because it depends, not depends on the trauma, it it also depends how we as humans are uh, with it. I mean, I work deeply with a counselor, you know, for myself, coming mm-hmm. through that, um, how I work with people now is with Accelerate Evolution, where we work on the charge in the body, and we, um, you know, it's layer by it. It depends on the client, and it's layer by layer. Um, I will always outsource. I will will always recommend that clients go to um, to get particular therapy if need be, and um, we look at, you know, a lot of st- um, aches and pain, like illnesses yeah. or, or belly stuff. I with women we work with. The yoni egg, the jade egg, which is really profound with that becoming really um sovereign in our in our relationship with our womb and with our pussy.
0: Mm.
1: One thing that is when I say always, you know, when when we're looking at trauma where it's held in the body through sexual abuse, we do need to work at one stage with the vagina. Mm. And we do need to work with the womb. So there's many, um, when I want to say many, there are very deep uh, practices that uh, that we can use, modalities that we can use. So for there's like really deep Mayan womb massage that releases a lot of trauma out of the womb. And then we look at um, sacred pussy massage, so yoni de Um, As Mm -hmm. when the tantrics talk about that, that the pain and the contraction in our vaginas, it's, it's emotional. So we do need to, we need to work up to the spaces that that's appropriate and that that's available. And that sometimes can take months. That sometimes can take years until we're available, but if not, but, and if when, uh, when we are not going, you know, to the source where the trauma is, uh, was activated, then there's a consistent. Uh, then we're consistent, not skirting around it, but it's like we're we're doing all of the edges and not getting to the core. Right. But that is layer by layer. You know, I even feel like, you know, to say that in the same line of like sexual trauma, it is where we get to. It takes as long as it takes, and of course, it's choice. But um, yeah, it it's really yeah. deep.
0: It's yeah. Yeah. Really was it was because I I know in your story you've gone through so much as well you know from the abuse from the addictions and all of that how hard was it for you to get through all of that
1: oh such a great question it's just (sighs) gone um well yes it took me because i'm now doing the work now because of my healing journey um it did take it I, I became a, a drug addict because of staying away with it but once I started the work it's still many different layers you know like my I would have to say that the deepest um the deepest hurdle or the the hurdle that pushed me over was when I got a yoni ring. it was mm-hmm. four and a half hours long I screamed in pain throughout the whole thing um not as in, you know but when you sh- when I got out I looked 10 years younger and it was pain that was released yeah mm-hmm. It was also receiving um, touch and receiving a modality that was internal when I didn't have to give everything, anything like it was with a practitioner. Um, I didn't, you know, as a woman to receive internal massage that way. And then it wasn't my turn. And then there was nothing I need to give back where I just got to receive. Um, So if I was to look at years, but also years because I wasn't doing the work and I had to get out of addiction and all of that. Sure.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Look, you know there was one incident. so from basically from the age of eight until i was till i was 43 mm-hmm. you know of, of, de- of like layer by layer dealing with the older you know life gets in the way and right. then there's another incident when i was um oh god in my 20s in my 20s um so it's like looking at those layers and d- does it ever when i say does it ever go away i think when um there's a sacred rage that's that stays and learning to learning to alchemize that sacred rage into really clear boundaries you know for myself of and and being able to really advocate um you know something today you know there's it's having to stand up and be an advocate at the moment like there's there's a situation here that it's, that it's like how i felt like i was actually yeah, that's really interesting, isn't it, this question, because when I received the phone call this morning and she was describing what has happened and then the things that are happening, you know, having to go to the police and all of this stuff, I really noticed in my body how different I was to if this had happened a year ago or two mm-hmm. years ago or 10 years ago, where it's like, yep, I'm right here. And the only thing is, is for support and I will do character reference, all of this thing, as opposed to fear and the head pumping and the sweat you know, and then the the, mm-hmm. the being stuck in my throat that I can't talk and you know that's not present today. Um and I, I wouldn't be able to tell you when that went because yeah. see this is the beautiful this is the most exquisite thing about sex is it will it can come up like I um it layers will come up and so if you hold it in like to cry in sex we don't need to work out what it is but it's also not to beat ourselves up. It's like, fuck, am I still emotional about that? Mm -hmm. I mean, I have no problem sharing this because I think this is about our wellness. It's like I, uh, every dark moon, I have a 24 hour silence um, the day before, even though I don't menstruate anymore. So I just follow Mm -hmm. the moon in the sky. So the day before the new moon, Mm -hmm. men should really have an hour of silence every day. Women need 24 hours of silence a month because we follow the moon, you follow the sun. Um, So in that day, like, you know, it's also when I date myself. So I do a Big deep um self pleasuring session and it would be like if I'm trying to work through something and and two days ago I self pleasure I come into orgasm and I'm just howling mm. like I'm just sobbing I'm on my yeah. like in my room in my house on my own or wife like and I'm just howling and just allowing that to come out and it's like oh yeah you know I've just finished a three year relationship and it's like ah oh, there it is you know? mm-hmm. All and. Right. And I, and I'm also fully aware that if I if I come into a lovership or bring on a lover in the next couple of months, I'm I, I'm gonna more layers of grief will come up. Not grief of like I oh, wish. Mm-hmm. It's like this is our human experience, and I know layers of sexual abuse like stuff comes up. You know sometimes like where I, it'll get released from the body. So it's like it's all stuff to move through the body. That's why our orgasm and our sexuality is of is of service to us. So this is the other thing around sexual trauma too. It's like being able to open up into what's moving through the body to have really clear barriers of what we need. I need to just be held right now. I need, this is some... if you feel angry in sex, and this is people that have gone through sexual abuse and it comes up whilst they're with someone else or whatever, and you need to fucking get out of bed and scream into a pillow, that's what you do. And this is what the communication is beforehand, especially if you're having coffee and someone can say, do you know what? What can often happen is when I'm making love or when I'm being fucked or when I'm fucking someone, like anger comes up. And so if that happens, I'm going to get off you <laughs> or mm-hmm. pull you out, or I'm going right. to say the word. And I'm going to need to scream into pillow or bash into a pillow because if you stop yourself doing that, that's what stays in the body. Therefore you can, it just Mm -hmm. stays in, like it's in the myofascia, like the fifth layer under our skin is like the myofascia, fifth or third. (laughs) Um, And that's where it's held. So the emotion, so trauma stays in our body because it's held, but it's not held that it will never go out. We need to move it out so it's actually really, and it's really normal for men to get angry in sex. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so often what, you know, what porn shows is where they get to take that anger out on someone else, as opposed to being autonomous about that anger, sovereign about it, move and say, even just holding still and just go and just being able to like growl or roar, mm-hmm. like ask your woman's like, babe, just stay still, just stay still right there and just fucking growl or just <laughs> yeah. move and scream into a pillow and just say, I just need to be held right now.
0: Yeah. I that, I, yes. I love that yeah I, I love thank you so much for sharing like that that story you know for you for you personally because I, I know that that hearing that will will definitely help a lot of people with their with their sexual journey sexual intelligence uh sexual well-being um and like I you were dropping some knowledge bombs today. Like, like it, it is it is so incredible. And like I don't like I have so many. You're gonna have to come back eventually one day because oh, like no. I have so many. Um <laughs> I do have a question for you that I'm curious about. Um, there's a thing called pussology and cockology.
1: Oh, yeah what is
0: what is this? <laughs> what is this, Melissa?
1: Pussyology and cockology. Well, first of all, what is it? There's so many things. Um, Basically, I was too chicken shit to write a book, even though everyone keeps asking me to write a book for 10 years. When's your book coming out? And I have my own lack of self-worth stuff, so it's chicken shit. So I started to write Cockology, and and then it just wasn't enough for me. It was Mm -hmm. like, oh, I'm just giving people no. So then... It became my body of work, and so mm-hmm. then when I was sending out to clients and sending out to my emailers and friends to to read to get things, they're like, "Where is the woman's one? Where is the, Where is the one for women? Where is the one for women?" Sorry, my dogs. Oh,
0: you're fine. <laughs> <put> Moving <me>
1: around, <laughs> pulling on the cord. Um, and so then I wrote Pussyology. Um, and so these are this is my body of work mm-hmm. in two lots of oracle cards called Oracle of Love. They are very spiritual.
0: Mm-hmm. If you're into sex. <laughs> <Like, laughs> way how,
1: how can I? combined sex and spirituality sexuality oh anyway sexuality um,
0: <laughs> i like that so
1: first of all just you're going to be privy because it first started got with a trademark
0: um, that one i know <laughs> um
1: so i have a um so i had a soft launch so i've got the decks here and i've got um it's it, the, i don't have the book i've got all you the had stuff a soft launch
0: day. and remember ladies soft is good
1: soft is so
0: soft lovely. is good <laughs> that one
1: (laughs) so i have conservative decks but i have a special edition decks for those that love men which is 52 glorious cocks that have been painted these are oh i know who that is (laughs) i
0: know somebody
1: i had 52 volunteers out of my email list
0: those are Um, those are penises
1: oh honey it's a deck of dicks
0: it is a <laughs> literal deck of dicks. A literal- and so then on the
1: other side, so that is like, if you're game enough, this is the conservative pack. So like for your auntie and uncle. So this is cockology. They're both the same, just uh-huh. different images. So then just like with other Oracle cards, you know, it's like card number 46 prolactin um, card number 37 soft cock. Obviously we've got to do that one. Um, <laughs> card number eight, his heart. I also, um, and so then this is pussyology. So this is for, but this is a, at the moment, they're heterosexual pack. So this is for men that adore women. This is for men, uh, women that adore men. Okay. Um. Uh. And I, I would love to do one out of cock- cockology, if that's okay. Because I yeah. feel a lot of this conversation has been like what the woman needs, what, what the man to do. But this yeah. is 52 ways to love, adore, and respect right. a man. And every female friend of mine, every woman that's read it I just burst into tears and okay. i've had I find a woman to love me like that <laughs> like what i'm gonna do is you tell me to stop and i'm gonna pull a card out and stop what has he given up on
0: what has given up on
1: i'm gonna read this one out and mm-hmm. then i'm gonna ask if i can read the last one out because it's absolutely really- yeah, Thank you, because this is how I'd like to end on like we love mm-hmm. and adore men are fucking amazing. And you've such an incredible work in the world to do. So number 32, cockology. <laughs> Can I just say when I first started speaking um, at festivals and publicly, I lived in Costa Rica and I raised mm-hmm. my son wildly. And he was about 11, 12. And I got my first gig, which was three, three fucking talks at one event. And um, he's making eggs one morning. He goes, Mom, do you know what you are? And I'm like, Oh, fuck, here we go. Because he's getting, he was about to be 12. Goes, You're a cockologist. And I went, That
0: is wow. You
1: are so my son that you do listen to my phone conversations. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my God. Great, yeah. greatest son ever. So that's where
1: um, I think so. And I'm very
0: biased. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> i can't say that to my mom she would she'll she'll smack me in the face
1: you could have been
0: (laughs) my mom's gonna listen to this be like okay we have to have a chat
1: Uh, oh hang on so this is the stuff that i had to swap paragraphs so let me oh shit this has got all of my notes on it so i might bumble through this they're fine a powerful way you can ask your man this question is by simply asking him over and over again the same question this oh no here we go sorry from an early age we're ingrained with the belief that relationships involve a constant series of compromises Mm. however for a considerable number of us the practice of compromise (laughs) i crossed that out and went somewhere else we can become so fixated on what we're sacrificing that we overlook the subtle erosion of our partner's profound happiness Frequently, both individuals find themselves operating under the assumption that they must go without, rather than exploring the creative solutions to accommodate each other's needs. This is an invitation to deeply sit with what has not been spoken. Radical honesty is powerful and necessary for growth and deeper connection. Initiating a conversation on what your man has given up on may not be an easy thing to do, but I assure you it has the potential to be profoundly transformative Ensure that you are in a receptive space to genuinely listen and accept whatever arises. A powerful way you can ask your man this question is by simply asking him over and over again the same question in the same way. Tell me something you have given up on in our relationship. Each time he answers, you simply say thank you, then ask him the question again. Sorry, these are all my notes from the software. No, watch. you could. <laughs> After he has finished answering, together make a commitment to make space for the things that are possible to bring back on his list. And yes, the conversation is reciprocal. Sharing what you have given up on is, is equally powerful. And together you create the relationship that supports and enlivens both of you. Live in possibilities.
0: Holy cow. That's wow.
1: Oh,
0: <laughs> uh, wow. That's, I, I, how can, can, how can people get this? How can people learn? This? Can <laughs> the, people link, the link's
1: going to be, the link's going to yes. be in the show notes and stuff.
0: Yes. Um, yes.
1: And if you said, holy cow to that, I just want to put a caveat. I may cry yeah. when I say, I couldn't read this one out of the launch. A girlfriend had to get up and take it and stand in front of everyone and read it for me. Cause I was so emotional. Yeah. And because we, you know, you talked about <laughs> you, your mother's son and my son,
0: mm-hmm. this
1: was written when I went, my son's immigrated to Belgium. Um, Mm -hmm. At the age of 16, (laughs) he went for three months and I'm going to immigrate. I went good on you. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I went and visited him in November and, you know, I'm still his mother and he's still a teenager. And so no Mm -hmm. matter how much we loved and adored each other, we were still Mm -hmm. in our thing, which, you know, all mothers go through. So this was written when I got home and I just wrote this card, but this is for all men. So this is Mm -hmm. for all of us women, to your man, to your father, to your brother, to your husband, to your lover, to your best friend, to your sons. Say these words to him. This is card number 52. Mm-hmm. I wish I could bring up the penis for it. <laughs> <laughs> I <don't>. Me too. <laughs> I'll fight it. <laughs> In our present cultural climate, there's an increasingly noticeable trend of man-hating, a trend marked by per- pervasive negative sentiments and stereotypes about men. This attitude manifesting across social media, mainstream narratives and everyday conversations reflects a broader societal issue where disdain or contempt for men is impacting interpersonal relationships and men individually. This card is an invitation to redirect that energy in a more positive direction by using these five words, you are a good man, in brackets, John Wineland. That's who I first heard it from. This simple yet profound affirmation is seldom heard by men. They certainly understand that such recognition must be earned, which is what makes its receipt so impactful. And what makes him a good man often we can be so busy concentrating on the shortcomings of our partner son father brother or colleague that we miss the moments and places where they are good men there's a natural human tendency to dwell on the negative our focus shapes our reality so shifting the focus from the negative to the positive will in turn get you more of what you want similar to women men have their own set of flaws and let me say that again similar to women men have their own set of flaws and imperfections (laughs) it's a fundamental aspect of being human however acknowledging and embracing these positive qualities is essential men need praise and affirmation just as women do they are walking this journey of life alongside us with our own unique challenges take a moment to honour your man for his efforts his heart how he shows up and the positive impact he has on how you feel in the relationship This card encourages you to actively praise him. Believe me, you truly cannot praise a man enough. Say the words, you are a good man regularly and observe the positive effect it will have on your relationship is not a form of manipulation. Rather, it's more about recognizing and reinforcing the positive aspects of who he is, fostering a deeper bond between you two because at the core of women lies an innate desire to praise, yearning to perceive and celebrate the beauty and goodness of life tell him often he is a good man
0: that's beautiful Mm. that is that is gorgeous Mm. like that like that is man i (laughs) that that's those are just beautiful words like i don't i don't know how to like end better than that Yeah, (laughs) you know because like that that was just it's so it's so great we're going to make sure i want to make sure that the link to all of this stuff and to uh melissa's um uh uh, you know contact information all of that will be in the show notes here reach out Mm. reach out if you thought if you thought she was dropping some knowledge bombs now (laughs) wait till you tell her about your sex life (laughs) i know (laughs) wait till you tell her about your sex life and she's gonna be like ooh okay i Here give the
1: best home. I, i've changed the word from homework to home play i give the best home play and everyone says oh fuck! i love your homework I'm like, i know it's good isn't it <laughs>
0: i i i listen i i i'm not in a relationship nor am i uh having sex because that requires another person sometimes uh, and uh, but sometimes, when I do exactly,
1: sometimes, but sometimes. what about you? What about loving yourself? you that's true. Barometer I, of your life. I feel I'm in a good
0: spot right now. Like, I, I'm I'm like, I feel good sexually. Like, I feel I feel all right. Like, I don't I don't have sex, I'm not in a relationship. Uh, I would if I if I was or if the opportunity presented itself, but like, I, I have I'm like in a good spot. I feel good, I feel satisfied wow. at the moment, which is wow. nice. Which is nice. Yes. So, uh, Melissa, thank you so much for uh, your wisdom, your sharing, your journey, your knowledge, uh, your dedication to just transforming the discourse around sexual well being and pleasure. Now, to everybody listening, remember your pleasure, it's not just a part of you, it is your birthrights.
1: Fuck yeah.
0: The crucial aspect <laughs> of your mental health
1: yes and all it's of that well happiness
0: yes yeah yes. so i hope that this episode today inspired you to explore communicate and embrace your sexual self with kindness and curiosity for more melissa's work and how she uh how uh, you can support uh the journey towards embracing your pleasure fully i've included melissa's information down in the description of this of this uh episode uh, friends let's continue to break down those barriers let's challenge those stigmas and create a world where sexual well-being is recognized as essential to our overall health and happiness remember you are not just a listener here you are a part of the community a movement toward understanding empowerment and, and positive change so keep vibing take care of your beautiful selves thank you again for watching and listening Melissa. thank you so much for being here i appreciate you
1: mm, so my pleasure <laughs> you're amazing so you're
0: pleasure. amazing thank you so much for being here as always my friends much love good vibes. And I will talk to you later. Bye. And that's a wrap on today's journey with the vibe with Kai podcast. I'm Kai, your host, hoping this episode left you with a little more light and a lot more insight. Remember, you're not alone on this path of mental wellness. Keep connecting, keep growing, and keep tuning in for more conversations on that matter. Follow me on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook and YouTube at The Vibe with Kai for daily vibes. And don't forget to subscribe and share with this podcast. Together, let's continue to break barriers and build bridges in mental health. Until next time, keep thriving, keep laughing and keep vibing. This is Kai, signing off from The Vibe with Kai podcast. Much love and good vibes.